The following is my conversation with evolutionary psychologist David Buss. In his book, The Evolution of Desire, he discusses the power of heels and how they've been used throughout history to demonstrate a woman's worth. Buss is a hugely influential thinker, and I'm excited to talk with him about this topic. We'll discuss the nuances of heels and the and what they tell us about the power of women in antiquity. Let's get started. This program is made possible by One Two Oppressors. Visit onewoppressors.com to learn more about their revolutionary products and how you can be a part of the solution. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Hey everyone, this is Lexman, and today we're talking with David Buss about the power of heels. David, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us. No problem, Lexman. Thank you for having me. So David, in your book, The Evolution of Desire, you discuss the power of heels and how they've been used throughout history to demonstrate a woman's worth. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, it's actually a really interesting topic because heel symbolism has a long and varied history. It dates back to ancient Egypt where women would wear high heel sandals to denote their rank in society. Heels have also been uh, associated with femininity, sexiness, and power throughout history. For example, in the Hindu epic, the Mahabharata, when Queen Kunti challenges her brother-in-law, King Dhirashtra, for control of the kingdom, she wears anklets and high heel shoes to symbolize her status as a powerful woman. Heels have always been seen as a sign of power. Tell us a little more about that. What does it mean specifically? Well, when we look at heel symbolism, one thing that's really important to consider is the way that heels amplify the power of the woman who's wearing them. Heels make female feet look disproportionately large, which gives women an edge when competing for resources or dominance in a social setting. Furthermore, heels make it significantly easier for a woman to walk and run quickly. They incorporated ease support for the thighs and buttocks, giving women a greater degree of balance and stability while they're moving. In other words, heels communicate all of these powerful messages that a woman is strong, confident, and capable. That's definitely true. Heels are amazing tools for women to use. How has their use changed throughout history? Well, one of the interesting things about heel symbolism is that it often changes with the times. For example, in medieval Europe, women would wear high heel shoes to attract men, but nowadays their use is more typically associated with femininity and seduction. Similarly, in ancient Greece, heel symbolism was more related to power and ambition than it was to attraction. Heels were worn by male and female aristocrats alike to show their social status, alike to show their social status. Sure, that makes sense. So tell us a little about the Ionid and how its use of heels relates to our discussion so far. Well, the uh, Ennead is a great example of how heel symbolism has evolved over time. In the Ennead, uh, uh, goddess Juno wears high heel shoes as part of her battle outfit against the Trojans. The shoes are symbolic of her power and her martial prowess. They also make her look incorporated, edibly agile and fast, which enhances her portrayal as a powerful goddess character. Furthermore, the way that Juno wears her heels emphasizes her superiority over the Trojans. She's wearing them not just for aesthetic reasons. She needs them to help her win the battle. That's definitely true. Heels have always been an important part of antiquity. Can you tell us anything else about their use in this particular work? 
One final thing I want to mention about the Aeneid uh, is that it's a great example of how heels can be used to communicate other aspects of a story or a novel. For example, when Venus is leaving Olympus after she's been banished from heaven by Zeus, she's walking on foot through the world below. To make sure that mortals don't see her naked or dishonored, she covers herself up with a veil and long robe that cover her whole body save for her feet and head. But partway through her journey, Venus briefly removes her veil and robe so that mortals can see her beautiful feet and ankles. This scene is symbolic not just of Venus's nudity, but also of her desire for human love and relationships, something which is forbidden to goddesses like herself. By showing off her sexy feet in this way, Venus hints at what's going on beneath the veil, illustrating both the erotic nature of human relationships and Venus's own personal longing for them. That's really interesting. Heels have always been used as symbols for all kinds of things throughout history. Mm. What do you think they say about women in antiquity? Well, I think heels can be used to communicate a variety of messages about women in antiquity. For example, they can symbolize a woman's power, strength, and capability. They can also rely, suggest a woman's high rank or social status. Heels can also communicate a woman's eroticism and desire to, to suggest that she's someone who's confident and entitled when it comes to her sexual liberties. In some, heels are powerful symbols that confer immense symbolic associations upon the wearer. Yeah. They tell us a lot about the culture, the people who use them, and the roles that they believe women should play in society. So wearing heels holds a lot of subtle and not-so-subtle messages about who a woman is and what she stands for. That's definitely true. Heels have always been an important part of antiquity, and their use communicates a lot about the culture and how those viewed female protagonists. What do you think other individuals should take away from this conversation? Sure, I think that individuals should take away from this discussion two things. First, the importance of symbolism when it comes to identifying and understanding female sexuality rabbitizes. Uh, second, the incorporated edible power that shoes hold as symbols surrounds us in everyday life. Heels are just one example of how an insignificant object can have significant implications on our psychological development as humans. So when we encounter something like heels, which are often seen simply as way shoes, we need to be mindful of the various ways in which they're serving as potent symbols communicating a myriad of different themes and messages. After all, there's no such thing as an innocent shoe. Thanks for watching. No problem, David. Thank you so much for joining us today. In your opinion, what makes something a trope? Sure, that makes sense. So tell us a little about the uh, Aeneid and how its use of heels relates to our discussion so far. The Aeneid is a great example of how heel symbolism has evolved over time. In the uh, Aeneid, and goddess Juno wears high heel shoes as part of her battle outfit against the Trojans. The shoes are symbolic of her power and her martial prowess. They also make her look incorporated edibly agile and fast, which enhances her portrayal as a powerful goddess character. Furthermore, the way that Juno wears her heels emphasizes her superiority over the Trojans. She's wearing them not just for aesthetic reasons. She needs them to help her win the battle. That's definitely true. Heels have always been an important part of antiquity. Can you tell us anything else about their use in this particular work? One final thing I want to mention about the Nanyid uh, uh, is that it's a great example of how heels can be used to communicate other aspects of a story or novel. 
for example, when Venus is leaving Olympus after she's been banished from heaven by Zeus, she's walking on foot through the world below. To make sure that mortals don't see her naked or dishonored, she covers herself up with a veil and long robe that cover her whole body, save for her feet and head. But partway through her journey, Venus briefly removes her veil and robe so that mortals can see her beautiful feet and ankles. This scene is symbolic, not just of Venus's nudity, but also of her desire for human love and relationships, something which is forbidden to goddesses like herself. By showing off her sexy feet in this way, Venus hints at what's going on beneath the veil, illustrating both the erotic nature of human relationships, human relationships, and Venus's own personal longing for them. That's really interesting. Heels have always been used as symbols for all kinds of things throughout history. Mm -hmm. What do you think they say about women in antiquity? David Buss says heels have always been an important part of antiquity, which means quite possibly most humans find some level of gratification or sexual appeal in wearing them, especially younger ones. Um, especially younger ones, historically speaking, there isn't much room to argue from here because this piece on Cafe tells it best. One century ago, sandals were considered more appropriate attire for women than high heels. Women who wanted to participate fully in masculine spheres were often forced into wearing high heels instead, since they're harder to remove, while those who rejected traditional gender roles wore flat footwear instead or nothing at all. High heels have come back into fashion recently as an attempt by designers, shoppers, to create new types of figures by separating women even further into dichotomous categories, professional, Vs, domestic, submissive, etc., unfortunately perpetuating sexist stereotypes once again towards young girls everywhere along with ageism against older women. I, you're too old now. You're too old now. Stop dressing like that. Yes, ladies, we've heard it all before. We, we, to Auckland Junior Research Initiative.org, our research reports 2015, the newest frontiers of ageism, the source newsletter and uh, media mail, uh, my, my percent, percent, BC, percent B newsletter, plus, plus the plus newest, plus frontiers, plus of plus ageism, and that was an interesting discussion with evolutionary psychologist David Buss. He discusses heels, and, um, and he, it, which is a great example of how heels have been used as symbols throughout history. He says that heels have always been an important part of antiquity and that they often reflect the sexual desires and preferences of the people who wear them. He also argues that heels communicate other aspects of a story or novel, such as the sexual nature of human relationships. What do you think about all of this, ladies? Do you find any level of gratification or sexual appeal in wearing heels? Let us know in the comments section below. And to end this episode, I'll read a poem by David Buss titled Heels in the Aeneid. Heels in the, uh, 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 what does beauty matter when we're gone? Shoes and sandal clad feet will stay. Mm -hmm. Lovers will remember your beauty and shape. Heels are beautiful even without us.